All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody. It's good to see you all. Welcome to another Gambit podcast. I am Base 15 We're here with my good friend, Zareth, who has a freshly unwrapped popsicle. Um, Zareth, how are you? I think you've already answered that for me, Solo. I've got a popsicle. <laughs> good to go. <guess. laughs> fair, fair. It's hard to argue when you have a popsicle. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I feel, even though it's been grueling, all these really good players in GAC, I feel invigorated for some reason. I've been really enjoying the heck out of this, this game mode lately. I mean, clearly we, I, I like it anyways, by default, but it's been fun. How, how Are you tired, Solo? I'm just curious, like, how are you I am, feeling? I am exhausted. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a lot of work. Every one of these battles is a lot of work. And you were about, so I was in a top 25 pod, which just takes so much effort. Um, and you're about to learn what, oh, wait, no, you're, you're sitting at what, 150? Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. I climbed a bit this week. Not, not as much, man, I can't believe, I can't believe my rep for my record. Like I got a two and one record this week. I won't, I won't spoil everything yet till we talk about our recaps, but um, I got a two and one record. And I, I think I, I think I climbed like 25 spots is all. Yeah. Well, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. You have a winning record. You just, you kind of want to go more, but that's okay. A two and one. I'll live. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I might, I might die. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, I uh, and I'm I'm currently sitting what 21 spots behind you. I think 22. I I mean, it's going to change as as people collect their rewards and then as they join GAC. So you can't actually tell until you know everybody has joined, but. Last I looked, I think I was like 21 spots behind you. Uh, yeah, which, man, we were trying to decide earlier, like, what's what's like a reasonable goal to for, for like, if, if you have a big account and you know, you're going toe to toe with some of the biggest a-holes in the game. I say that in like a respectful way, you know, like, <laughs> but some of these guys are just have ridiculous accounts and they're really good players. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going toe to toe with these guys, like, and you can plummet. You, you were in the you were in the top 25 going into this week, and uh, you know, like now you you dropped what 150 ish spots. Uh, I dropped exactly 150 spots. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, what like what's what's like a reasonable range to stay in? I wonder, like what. Well, so before I won the last match, I had dropped down to, I think, 240, 238, something like that. Um, and then I won one. And so I was able to climb back, um, which so I made the mistake of being in the top 25 pod in the week where the skill ratings are the most, which is probably probably wasn't the best idea to have. Uh, but it's the idea I, I did have. So. My, my losses cost more than if you lose next week. Damn it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, that that's going to factor into it too, because we had a lot of movement this week, but then in the fourth week, a loss is almost a lot less. Well, it's not almost, it is a lot less movement, um, which is, it's interesting how they're doing the skill ratings that way. It is really interesting. So they're waiting week one with more like the implications of week one. So if you want to climb, you want to, you want to, to win uh, it, it theory, theoretically, if you could choose, like it, you would win those first three matches are way more impactful, I guess is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Right. Um, which does, which does make it interesting. Um, you know, we'll see, we'll see how this continues to grow, but it, it is kind of moving. Like a lot of people were saying, oh, well, the people that make it to the top are just going to fight the same people over and over again. That really, that really isn't what's happening because, you know, um, in my next pod, I'm not going to have fought anyone like as it sits right now. So it's not just going to be a constant, a constant hitting of the same people because in every pod, somebody's going to lose twice and somebody's going to lose three times and they're going to drop more and more. And um, so it's, uh, you know, I think people were afraid about, constantly fighting the same people and other than like the people that finished in the top 10 obviously they're going to fight each other um but if you're not in the top 10 like it that's really not a big fear right now yeah yeah it's a this is an interesting thing i um all right so so okay let's Real quick, the way that you, you can do you can figure out the pairings. It's it's basically just like you take the top eight people and they get paired with each other, right? And then yep. the next top eight, or then the next eight, then the next eight. And so you can tell who's gonna who's in your pod just by basic math, like multiples of eight, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. So right now, I think so. I'm only two away from Arnold. I'm. I'm at 153 and he's at 151. I think that means we're not in the same pod right now, at least. Which is disappointing. Hopefully that's not the case. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm, I'm off by one, unfortunately. Yeah, what's interesting <laughs> uh, is I actually, I think I have Themi in my pod, which would be a nightmare. Um, so that might not be fun. That's, yeah, that's that's spicy. Ooh. <laughs> tell Themi to leave. Um, and then, um, but yeah, so we'll see because the the ratings do change a little bit as people join. So hopefully, hopefully somebody joins between me and Themi. Let's let's hope for that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Blade and Fatal make a good point in chat. They say one person who just doesn't join could right. uh, could do that. Though I, I don't know, I don't see any of the top one hundred and fifty not joining. So I guess we'll see. I mean, real life kicks in. Let's hope real life kicks in on someone. No. <laughs> That's awful. I'll make sure part Parnick doesn't join. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. 
Yeah. So it, the the skill ratings are really interesting. And I, my alt actually is climbing into. So it started off with a nightmare, starting off what three and three, mm-hmm. and now my alt is starting to climb into very scary territory. Um, <laughs> I've started to see Ka and Ma in my potential opponents. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is this is my alt account. I don't I don't want that. Even if yeah. it's Ma three, like I still <laughs> that's. Not a good match. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I've actually have to say, like, my alt, it, well, it's not the exact same. So my alt is in Kyber 2. And right. I, I, like, I almost got kicked out into Kyber 3, in fact, because I was so on the edge of Kyber 2 anyways, and the skill squish and the the moving yeah. the goalposts and everything, uh, you know, whatever. I, I don't have a bad <laughs> attitude. But, like, anyways, I barely stayed in Kyber 2. But what I've noticed is a whole lot of more people are, like, know who I am now. Because before I was facing like disinterested people who just kind of like, right. you know, like jump in and desultorily play with with GAC a little bit, you know, like yeah, like the little kid who's just throwing little you know quarters into some some arcade game he doesn't even care about. Like that's <laughs> that that's what it felt like. And now now I'm facing people who actually you know like they're engaged in the game and they they you know watch content outside of outside of the game and stuff and. I had a lot more people message me and say things like, oh, wow, like that, that was so cool to face you. I was like, oh, you know who I am. Yeah. That's an unpleasant <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> to the point where like people could actually watch one of my videos and actually get insight on how I play. Like it's terrifying on my alt, you know? Yeah, well, so for today's match on my main account, I uh, I took the the VOD off Twitch until about four o'clock this afternoon, <laughs> so nobody could watch it. That uh, to get an unfair advantage, I just didn't have it up. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we should. Uh, we have we have kind of news for for Gambit in general. Um, we do the Gambit Alliance. Um, so we, uh, we recently added a member because Ando is stepping back. We'll, we'll miss Ando. Love, love Ando. He's still part of the Gambit Alliance. Of course, we're not kicking him out just because he stopped playing this game, but, uh, we've got new fresh blood in with us fresh from, uh, his wanton slaughter of a fellow streamer. Uh, we, we have Fatal, who joined us in the Gambit Alliance. It's exciting times. Yeah, that is. It, it is very exciting. Um, Fatal has been sitting sitting near the top this entire this entire time. Well, mm-hmm. once he climbed up there. Um, so very exciting having him. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to respond or replace the. Uh, make ando r9 plo command but <laughs> you're right <laughs> he'll give it his best <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure we'll do something yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> that's really funny but yeah so for those that god i feel like nobody hasn't heard uh fatal did go up against donald today it was a really exciting match to watch um both yeah. of them went heavy defense so it was a lot of a lot of different teams uh that they used and 
you know, fatal, fatal crushed, crushed the board. <laughs> Prime says, how, how about a make playbook TV stop stalling redemption? <laughs> <laughs> and playbook is his uh, YouTube slash uh, Twitch entity. <laughs> it, um, but Gosh, but if we had that happen, that I don't like the precedent that sets because that then I would have to stop stalling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword for me. I don't, I don't think I'm is. gonna, don't think I'm gonna partake. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, <laughs> who stalls more, Arnold, Fatal, or X? <laughs> Yes. I think the answer is just yes. <laughs> I don't know. Someone was talking about Arnold having a four-hour stream the other day. I was like, you know what? I can usually clear in two hours or less, usually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can clear this board in three hours. I can clear it in two hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. But big brag here, but... <laughs> Modern says fatal crushed Arnold like Zareth is crushing that ice cream pop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's talk about actual. Let's actually talk about GAC. So one oh. of the things I saw sitting sitting in this pod. Uh, <laughs> Two hours solo could do his main, his all, and eat a pizza that he cooked while playing. <laughs> mm. uh, but so one of the things I saw, and you know, Blade is in chat, and he did this, and then uh, one of my other opponents did it, and I watched a couple of streams of people fighting near the top, and it's kind of a new meta is forming of people that have GAC Omicrons. That front bottom zone not really GLs anymore. It's all the GAC Omicrons that are good on defense and then hide a GL in the back and then attack with five GLs because quite frankly, it's easier and more banner efficient to attack with a GL than it is with one of the Omicrons. And this is kind of how it's wrapping up. Like my middle opponent had six GAC Omicrons, five of them were on the front bottom board. I mean... You say that, and it's it sounds like oh my gosh, there's so many. I mean, one of them was Star Killer, though, right? Like yeah, they had three yeah. of them on Star Killer. So. Uh, well, they had two on Star Killer, and then it was literally every other GAC Omicron, except for they kept Zam for offense. It's a really interesting thing because so I haven't seen that yet. I mean, except watching you, but I think that that might be the direction it's going. I think there's also. Uh, I mean, we're starting to see this this divide here. Pretty soon, we're going to see it real real clear of of people who want to be in like a, a high end territory war guild, and so they're they're applying you know the the stuff to Cyan of Django and stuff to to making sure that they you know Demara Jade and you know you have a bunch of of territory war Omicrons, and then they're the people who are like you know what. I'm going to leave this stupid territory war guild and we're, I'm just going to go dominate GAC and I'm just going to put every single one into GAC. And it's going to start making a big difference. I think it already has. In fact. It, yes. 
Yeah. Like the guy that had six GAC Omicrons that I fought, he just retired or at least is taking a break. So he kind of said, screw the guild. Why do I need the guild? I'm retiring. And so just apply GAC Omicrons. And it made a huge difference in the fight. Like a really big difference in the fight because there, there were no easy battles. Like there was none. Um, because he had six GAC Omicrons. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how it develops. I'm interested to see if this next update, like the last update, we kind of got Karth unannounced. Not that anybody's going to apply it, but we got Karth unannounced. Like, And so last, last update, we got a GAC and a TB Omicron. Like, what's coming with this next update? Because... You know, if they do a cycle, it's it's going to be a territory war one, and we're, we've kind of caught up. A lot of the territory war guilds have basically caught up on territory war omicrons. Are we just gonna gonna fall back behind again? Well, I, I mean, how wise is it to put to keep a reserve of twenty? Just in case you the a new transcendent like Amara Jade is released, and you're like, oh, hey, that that Omicron's usable right now, even at three stars. Like, yeah, you know, okay, guys, apply your apply your like backup Omicron. I mean, that, well, that seems you should kind of probably kind of do that for every game mode, um, or you know, for every resource, whether it be Zeta, Omicron, Omega, wherever whatever, wherever you're at in the game, because there is always going to be a next character. And the, the same, the same is true for GAC Omicron. It's like, oh, I'm going to apply, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn now because I have nothing else to apply. And then tomorrow they release a new character that can be used at three-star in GAC. That's like 10 times better than Qui-Gon Jinn. And you're like, oh, I just, I just applied one and I can't use it now. <laughs> now so I think you should always have a reserve sitting there the bestie principle <laughs> yes kind of i mean that you know it's like when you applied it to yoda yoda got that rework and we're like oh hell yeah look at that leadership that's some hot leadership that, that was the best jedi leadership ever when, when they reworked grandmaster yoda's leadership like it really right. was like everyone was like this is awesome we're finally getting a good leadership for Jedi. <laughs> and, then the ne- and then so we all applied it. And then the next week, Basti's like, ta-da, look at my leadership. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like, literally the same thing, only better in every way. There's not there's not a way that Grandmaster Yoda's leadership is like nuanced at, to be like a little better in some, some, some circumstances. She's just like, I'm better in every way. Like, come spend a, another Zeta over here. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah. Um but I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna apply it anyways, man. I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna apply that Omicron the second I can on Iden Versio. It's gonna be a yeah. thing. Yeah, as well you should. Um I <laughs> we'll see. I have enough for all the required territory war. Um applications in my guild before territory war starts and then i have another one so we'll see <laughs> yeah man i i really i really like uh 
I really like the GAC ones. I'm, I'm interested if every character, so they've announced, well, no, they didn't announce it, but there's the data mine that recently came yeah. out that, that there's going to be three more marquees and we don't know if they're ships or if they're characters but i mean if the trend goes the way it has been for like years it'll be three new characters yeah three, three new omicron well yeah I, I mean they did say every new character is going to have an omicron for the foreseeable future so it's a question of which game modes will mm -hmm. they be right Right. Uh, oh yeah i mean it's like oh thank god that that one's for territory battles because then i don't have to worry like territory wars i, I, I keep worrying that i'm gonna have to you know feel i'm, I'm gonna have to be pressured <laughs> to to hurry up and get my uh to get the <clears throat> the rest of my i don't know to, to get my stuff in order because i don't know I, it kind of stinks being in a guild where it's like, okay, we're kind of a high-end guild. We've been winning a lot of territory wars. But yeah. sorry, guys, like you don't get any of my Omicrons. <laughs> well, so then that's the question. How long do you keep winning the territory wars if you're not applying any Omicrons for territory war? Right. Well, but then but then you have the question of like, okay, so I'm, I'm in a guild with a bunch of you know, like people who are invested in the game will say, like they they've yeah. been playing for a long time. You know, like like Endall's in the game or in the guild, and he's he's free to right. play for the most part. But you know, he's he's spent a lot of time in in the game, and you know, he's he's a good player, etc. Uh, so, um, he you know, but everyone in that guild, like they either spend money or they've been playing for a really long time. But a lot of them also don't want the pressure of territory wars really like like I, I thought it was very telling we had our uh we, we just started using the hot bot thing just to report our attacks just like yeah. really simple you know like use this on this so then 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 the officers can tell okay we have supreme leader kylo available or whatever you know we have this many of them available and uh our territory battle officer did, like disliked having to do that so much that she left like she quit the guild <laughs> you know and and a lot of a lot of people in my in that guild are are more casual in terms of you know like the pvp aspects and that's totally fine i have no issues with that but it, it begs the question like okay so if i if they're not invested it would me being invested actually help everyone in the guild i i don't know like me just because i'm investing my my territory war omicrons doesn't mean that i have any guarantee of of you know actually being able to get anything out of it i might just still lose every territory war <laughs> that uh, well that's true but um and that's that's the thing about territory war omicrons one person with phasma isn't going to make a difference 50 people with phasma is going to make a difference. Um, yeah. And, but at some point, like these guilds are going to hit a wall. Like, let's say nobody in your guild, and I'm just using your guild as an example, not that this will happen, but nobody in your guild applies Dad Bod Boba's Omicron. And right. you're going up against a guild that's, you know, 380 million where they all have Dad Bod's Omicron. 
Like they're going to go in and beat your Lord Vader that's on defense. And you're going to have to use something as a guild much stronger (laughs) to beat their Lord Vader. So you're starting behind. And I think at some point, and I'm not saying it's this month, I'm not saying it's next month, at some point, the guilds not applying any territory where Omicrons are going to start to fall behind. Right. Well, it's, yeah, I think you're right. I just, it's very difficult to be invested if no one else is. And so we're we're all going to drag each other down to hell, you know? Right. Because at some point, and what I fear, um, when you, you know, right now, Omicrons are the hot rage and they're kind of controlling, you know, the big, the big advantage, right? Sure. In three months, our nines are going to be that. And the territory war focused guilds are going to be shooting out ahead of people with R nines. It's going to be like seven R nines to two. And that starts to make a big difference uh, because <laughs> I know because I've fought that with somebody that just wailed on the R9s. And when you start going up against people that have GK and Royal Guard and Stormtrooper and Sith Empire Trooper and Fives and KRU all sitting at R9, it doesn't matter what Omis you have. They're just freaking difficult to get through. Um, so that's going to start to become a thing in GAC too. Like it's, it's going to be an ever evolving meta. Oh yeah. I mean, you're uh, I, okay. So you, you say, you're saying like the, the gear or the relic nine is, is like this, you know, it's going to be better than Omicron's. And I, I, I disagree, frankly, I, I don't, you're right that Relic Nine is tough to get through. You know, like trying to get through Relic Nine, Royal Guard, and Darth or uh, Lord Vader, and you know all these different guys. Yes, you're you're right, but you you can get through them as long as you have a little bit of Relic Nine yourself. I like the Omicrons just shift things so enormously one way or another. Yeah, but the R Nine is going to start to shift things in fleet. <laughs> Uh, like honestly, it's going to be my GK can be not yours specifically, but in general, your R8 Piet. Um, my GK is automatically going to go first in a mirror. Uh, my fives is going to go and make tie bomber taunt before you even get a turn at R9. The R9 pilots are scarier than R9 tanks right now. I could buy I could buy the fleet argument, sure. Um, I think think that relic nine in squads loses a lot in in translation because, by and large, I mean you look at the impact of relic nine on an attacker and you're like, why did you waste that 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 you know awesome amount of gear uh, on a carrot? Like you get three hundred extra offense, woo! You know, like you're already at like a. 11,000 you get a couple extra hundred like you could have gotten that from a, a good mod roll but I think you're right on pilots that that's that's not something that's really that disputable like you get that that extra speed 
really does start coming into play. Right. Um, so I, it just, I'm, I'm kind of worried for people that are shooting out to the front because Omis are, you know, the hot thing in GAC. Absolutely. They're giving you advantage right now. I do think you're going to start to see um, where R9 fleets are going to start messing people up and messing people up hard (laughs) because, you know, you're kind of getting double duty of an R9 tank and all these tanks are in fleets. Like it's, you know, it's not like you're R9ing Jedi Knight Anakin. It's R9-5s messes up a lot of counters. Or R9-GK gives you counters and messes up other counters. Like, um, because an R9-5s is going to mess up the First Order counter to the negotiator with TIE Bomber. And so, obviously, that's getting set on defense with Piet. So, just uh, and you're not gonna R9 your fives until you've R9 JML and Lord Vader and Piet and probably somebody else. So like he's sixth down the line. And if you're not if your guild's not getting territory war wins, <laughs> you're not getting you're not getting that stop to counters until down the line. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see how it all shakes out. I think I think they're gonna have to make relic nine. And more accessible kind of soon is what i think because right now it almost doesn't exist so like like for you for you in a high-end territory war guild like you have and you you even you spent money to to work on one of your relic nines oh uh, yeah yeah you know. i have i have four <clears throat> and i i actually have a fifth ready to be applied but i'm right. waiting to see if we get a gl announcement because you know the gl announcement's coming so yeah uh so i yeah like and it's been going on for months and you have five of them like uh, yeah it's it's gonna take a long time for that to slowly to, to do the what you're saying uh, and i think eventually they're like I, I i did a relic eight video uh recently yeah. uh, last this morning i released it um and there were a lot of, i mean as always there's a lot of comments are like well how how because i put some like kind of clickbait uh, you know i was like put apply relic eight on these characters <laughs> immediately you know yeah and if people are like immediately like we don't I, we don't have a million dollars to spend to cra- <laughs> and i'm like you're crazy that you took me serious like literally but but you know like especially because i'm showing my whole rot and i'm like there's like relic five characters i'm showing you this should be relic eight you know like i, right. I can't get everyone relic eight either but like there are a lot of people who say things like I, you know, you can shut down the argument of saying people don't have access to Relic 8 now, because if you can earn crystals, which you can, then you can buy Relic 8 materials in shipments. That's, so that, that's not a, like, people say that that's, that it's pay to play if you get a Relic 8, and that, I feel like that's false at this stage, but uh, at the same time, Relic 9 is still pay to play for a, a ton of people, like you, you have yeah. access to them. I, I could have a third one if I wanted to. And I spent money for my first one. So I, I could have had, if I was just doing it pay to play, or uh, sorry, free to play in the guild that I'm in, I would have two total uh, Relic Nines that I could apply. Tons of people are in way worse situations for me there than me in Relic Nine. Um, sure, sure. But we, 
you are also sitting in the top 150 now with a ton of Maw and Caw Patrol and Wolf Packs and mm-hmm. oh, Vanguards yeah. and, you know, so you're going to you're going to see it a lot sooner than a lot of the people listening to this podcast as well. Well, well, yeah, I, I just, I mean, I'm in a world of hurt against these people. Like the, the people I'm facing, I'm, I'm just like seven relic nines. All right, let's do it. Like that, that was one of the guys this week. I mean, that, that's fine. I, I can, I can maybe deal with it. Maybe I can't, but like, I, I just think CG you, you were telling me the other day that you think that we get Relic 10 before we get 7 dot mods. Oh, and, yeah. that There's not a question in my mind with that one. Right. Well, I guess all I'm saying, uh, all I will say to that is Relic 10 just seems impossible to me right now. Like, right, I have I have the stuff from Territory Wars, the materials to get, enough, like I have the droid brains from Territory Wars to get relic nine and I can't apply the relic nine because I can't afford five full pieces of gear 12 just for one character who's going to have kind of an impact you know like relic nine you get relic so uh, may, maybe we wait until relic seven or till seven after seven dot or before seven dot mods to get relic 10 but I, I feel like we are so incredibly far from relic 10 right now yeah, I think I think we're gonna see Relic Ten by the summer, midsummer. But I think we're gonna see it by the summer, because what Relic Nine came out nine months after Relic Eight. Yeah, but but Relic Nine is still largely inaccessible, like by a, a huge margin. I feel like I mean, I I have, like I said, I have two, and I spend I spend a lot of money on this game. But we'll yeah. See. We'll see. Mid, mid, midsummer? Well, that'll be interesting. It, yes, it, it will be. Um, I do I do think that that's when it's coming. Um, because here's the thing. Relics are how they make money. Like, they switched to the relic system rather than the gear system um, because it's going to be more profitable. Uh, now, when Relic 10 comes out, you're going to start seeing droid brains in the store. Like you see them for, you know, the impulse detectors for R8. And so Relic 9 is going to become more accessible when Relic 10 comes out. But I just think, well, especially with seven dot mods, like I don't think seven dot mods are coming anytime soon. I I just don't. Um, Because people spend a lot more on relics than they do on, on the mod slicing packs. You could be right. I I think, I think that it's it's going to be. They think they need to wait longer than like six months from now. That's midsummer. Like, we'll see. But how many months has has Relic Nine been out? Uh, when did it come out? September. So it's been what four months, five months, and I have two. Yeah. Uh, you know, three, but one of them I spent pure cash for so and i'm in a way better situation than a lot of people in this game in terms of you know like money to spend on it and in a guild that actually you know or you know we have we've been earning some droid brains and stuff we've been winning i think 
Well, whatever. It, may, maybe we don't get seven dot mods anytime soon. I, I think we get a different type of progression before we get Relic 10, though. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, we just had a huge game mode release with GAC. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't include Relic 9 stuff in there. Like, even if it was, you know, in the, the end of the season pack, I, I was a little shocked by, that they didn't include it in there as well. But, um, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what the, the next event, because, the you know, they, the developers break it up by teams. And so there's, like, an event team. And anytime they release some new progression mechanic, it comes with an event usually. So the event team spent a lot of time working on this GAC. Um, so I wonder... I wonder when we get that next event, because that's that's probably when the next progression comes. Right. Well, uh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, so uh, let's let's shift just a little bit. Uh, do you think we're going to get an update this week? Um. Yeah, because what's his name needs to go um, to the store. To the store. Yeah. Uh, or farmable, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I think we're going to get an update. I don't know if we get the... It wouldn't surprise me if we get the big conquest update next week. Yeah. Um, because if they if they keep it at the first of the month, you know, the first Monday of the month, we have two weeks until conquest starts. So I don't know if they'll, they'll add stuff into the game this early. Yeah, uh, I mean, so maybe they won't add anything to the game other than move to shipments or move to farmable for Kyle Katarn. I, I, I think yeah. that that's going to happen this week. Uh, frankly, yeah. I think they will do that. Yeah. But uh, I guess the biggest thing to me would be more of a, will they give us a word update? Will they use words to update us on what's <laughs> going on in the game? That's, yeah. Um and I don't, I don't know if they will. So this actually is, brings up a good time to talk about uh, that the current outrage that is exists in the community. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let me. Uh, so, oh god, I have to adjust the picture here. But so Doja made some went on the event server like he does every once in a while and made some comments. Um, Poor, poor Doja. Like every word he said is like being examined beyond belief. Um, mm -hmm. And he didn't really say that much, which is the funny part. So I'm just I'm pulling up the comments on screen, which is why I'm delaying. All right. So um, the the big the big outrage here is somebody asked, "Oh, when's the road ahead?" And so Doja, you know, does like this just little quote, like, as of now, it's in the future, but some point it'll be in the past. And then right. he says, I think we're getting a state of the galaxy before the next road ahead, though. And my God, you would think he said that the game is closing down with like the reactions that people have. of We're not getting a road ahead. What do you mean we're not getting a road ahead? The game is ending people like CG 
is just <laughs> being so derelict in their duties that they're not giving us a road ahead when like, we're giving we're giving you guys a state of the galaxy before a road ahead. Like, why is that? Why is that a bad thing? Like, <laughs> road, road ahead. There, there is no road ahead. You know, like, right. The, I guess the game will end if there's no road. But, but yeah, the state of the galaxy. I mean, it, it's a lesser version of road ahead. That's that's what right. it is. I mean, and they literally last month just introduced like massive changes to the game and they're like we're not getting anything new good lord people how do you have time for something new right now right <laughs> oh, uh, oh well, yeah it's it's just so interesting like who really wants i guess people have been living in this this you and i you and i are like oh, dear no, god i have no gear right oh god i have nothing right now um Star Wars has no roads they hover. Um, yeah, see. where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I don't, I, how, how, I don't want another game mode. Like, I don't want another game mode immediately. We, we're not going to have another game mode immediately. Um, yeah, this is the most this is the most blissful week in the world right now. Dark side territory battle. Thank God for dark side territory battle. Right. And so the last state of the galaxy, people are saying like the road ahead, it's it's because of what it means. Uh the last state of the galaxy updated the new Galactic Legends, or this isn't the last one. It's it's actually it's it's old, but State of the Galaxies. Updated the Galactic Legends event structure, added mythic battles, announced and announced a new art changes. Like, so it, I mean, the art changes are what they are, but it's not, it's not a small announcement. Like the last ones gave us mythic battles. Um, like it'll be okay, people. Like a state of the galaxy is fine. <laughs> I don't, like what else, what else are we supposed to? get like uh, i don't do you want a road ahead that's going to announce a new gl and a new cap ship and something else that the free-to-play community is just going to say we can't afford any of this the game is more pay to play (laughs) well i mean yeah like right now we're on the crunch because we're we're pay to play or you know maybe not exactly like we 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 wail a little bit though we do our soft whaling or whatever you want to call it and uh, you know so we we buy things from shipments and so we just got hit by a crazy gear crunch just just totally insane right. you know we got we got boba we got star killer and those four marquees that were back to back to back to back right and and I'm like, oh and and then we have to, we also have to give visa smar randomly and and maybe juhani <laughs> Right. Dear Lord. Gosh, uh, what a what a sentence to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but like we're we're destroyed right now. Free to play. That that hammer is gonna drop on free to play here pretty damn soon. Right. And so here so I I found the last uh, uh the last state of the galaxy. Yeah. The and what did it data crunch? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the last state of the galaxy announced all the changes to GAC. And it literally announced a new game mode with a completely new way of getting crystals, like a huge, huge shift for the game. 
Like that's what was used in a state of the galaxy. Like it's not, it doesn't need to be a small announcement to be state of the galaxy. Um, so why don't, why don't we wait for the announcement and then, then grab our pitchforks. If they just say, guys, we're updating the art. Like the last state of the galaxy announced bigger changes than the last road ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good with the, with them doing a state of the galaxy. They, they can, they can give us something small. That's good. Like, right. Here's what I want. I want them to tell us, give us a hint of what's coming next. Because right now, we have no idea. We know that there's three marquees coming. They randomly released Iden Versio, which is a cool character. Like, there's no doubt about it, in my opinion. Like, they yeah. CG, CG, it can't go wrong in terms of making characters. I'm convinced they they just destroy. Like, they've been killing it on making awesome new characters. But, like, where are we going to get more Inferno Squadron? Are we going to get... I don't know what 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 can, what can we get? Like, they're going to start giving us ships. Like, we we don't right. know. I mean, not to not to like be too tongue in cheek here, but like, what is the road ahead for for this game? <laughs> like, what what is going to happen? Because we don't we don't know. Like, I don't think it's going to end, but it'd be nice to have some information. You know, they say they're like, oh hey guys, we're going to be revisiting Clone Wars and specifically focus right. on Bad Batch era. You know. And then, then they can they can also release other random crap in the middle of that if they want. But we at least have kind of a theme to be going off of, something to speculate. Right now, like the best guess, and I don't think it's a great one, is like maybe we'll get a new territory battle, and we'll yeah. you know, and it's Endor or something. But that I don't think that's a great guess. Yeah. Uh, so here's the other thing about the, the road ahead and why I why I don't think it's a big deal that we're, we're getting a state of the galaxy beforehand. The events team just spent six months working on this past event. Like you're not going to get a new event like two months later for the road ahead. Now I do think that we should get a GL announced soon. And it's because my alt is two months away from getting uh, its sixth GL. And if they don't announce it soon, I'm going to be fully caught up, which my alt should not be fully caught up uh, from GLs. So that's why I think we're mm-hmm. the State of Galaxy is going to announce a GL because, or at least hint at it, because there's no way that my alt should be caught up on GLs. <laughs> that's too bad. Um, I know my my alt is like, hey, I, I'm still at one after all this time. <laughs> but but yeah i uh it's an interesting it's an interesting situation like so so yeah a new gl would be fine honestly well for me it would be i think people are starting i don't know i don't know if people are getting more caught up or if they're feeling like like if like especially like the free-to-play community i don't know I, i feel like the ones who are really on top of things, like my, my friend Hens has just been like, just totally killing it in GAC. Like he's, he's mostly. Yeah, he's 22 play. right now, isn't he? Yeah. He, he's just, he's yeah. like, he's only lost a couple. He's, he's been killing it. He's been beating all these yeah. really high end players with all these crazy rosters. And he's like, yeah, guys, I'm free to play. Like I can't, you know, he's barely, he's barely using the new characters and he's still doing well. Um, But he's also, he's also got a really, 
great roster because he's planned it so well and he's hoarded things really well and he's actually being in a really smaller guild has really helped him because he just gets first place in all the raids and stuff <laughs> um uh, we knew about that <laughs> right oh yeah i mean it's it, it can help but at, at the same time i mean it's uh I don't think most players are going to have that situation. And so I, I wonder if people are getting more behind and they're feeling like, well, I guess some GLs I'll never, I'll just never get, you know, but, but your, so, your alt is mostly free to play. So how's, how's that for your, for your alt? Like, well, it's funny because I, I finished Jedi master Kenobi and then I honestly felt like, I'm falling behind. There's no way I could get Lord Vader. Like, there's no way. So I went for Supreme Leader Kylo. I got him. And then Qui-Gon Jinn's Omicron was announced. I was like, well, crap, I need to go. I need to get the Bad Batch on this account. Like, I, I just need to. And so when I started farming Bad Batch, I was like, I'm actually not that far off from Lord Vader. I am. <laughs> I have all the requirements except for I haven't finished two of the Bad Batch to seven star yet uh or the required bad batch um but i have all the requi other requirements at r5 so now i just need the r8 materials because i don't have any of the impulse detectors or the the signal data so that's going to take me two months but um yeah, yeah. well it's interesting and actually nerd cookie actually just said this which is funny of uh, my all is getting all the toys faster than I'm getting the mods for all the toys, which is becoming a problem. And it's, I'm refreshing the mod store and doing stuff there, but um, that's where I'm, mods are where I'm falling behind. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, it's like, okay, so this character has this crazy turn meter potential, but you know what I could do to have that to have even more turn meter <laughs> is add a whole ass load of speed. <laughs> right. It's like me wanting to get Droidica to 240. I just realized that's not possible. <laughs> no. Yeah. I well, it's possible. Like I have mods that could do it, but I'd have to slow down, you know. Gideon or Cat or Shock T, and quite frankly, they're really useful, and I don't want to slow them down right now. Well, dear Lord, I'm like, I I don't know what. So I think the ideal modding after after looking at a bunch of different players, uh, really top top level players like modding for their for their uh, mall, it like it's all protection primaries, but then one set is offense, so you have a, a ton of offense yeah. set. Uh, with primary uh, with protection primary so like offense set cross with protection primary is like so vanishingly rare because i i've i've given zero f's about that specific combination in the past yeah and and it's like well general skywalker has all my good ones and i don't really have that like i don't even have enough good ones to go around like he's like guys you like you're gonna be cheap on me <laughs> i'm like this yeah. is what i have <laughs> i'm not being cheap i just i'm broke so <laughs> You know, like that, that's what I want to do with Maul. And, you know, it's like this specialized modding that I don't, I don't even have available kind of. And, and I have a really good, robust, raw, you know, mod set in general, like that's not, right. that's has a lot of speed, but also has a lot of really good other sets on top of it. And yeah, I can't keep up with the mods. 
Well, for the longest time, I didn't have gas modded properly. Uh, I had zero protection on him just because I didn't, I didn't have sets to give him. Uh, I literally changed that before we went on stream today. Uh, now I can, but like for the longest time, it, it was just a 70K protection gas. Right. Right. Yeah. The, it's very interesting uh, situation with the mods and everything. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, like, well, we can start stealing mods from lesser used characters. Like, I know I recently made my, uh, not my Tarkin. Gosh, my Tarkin's never been good. But um, <laughs> my my Thrawn, I re recently made him uh, slower because, like, you don't need him to be crazy fast anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can start like some of these characters. I guess you can start taking some of the mods off. I guess to yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to start doing that because yeah. On the other hand, at some point they keep releasing characters and stuff. You you have to think. I mean, so they hold the value of us maximizing our rosters and being able to have as many teams as possible. Uh, you know, like they they pushed that a lot, and this new GAC format is also pushing it. I mean, my alt. It, who was placing seven is now placing 11 teams on defense. Like they, they yeah. want to, they want to push as many teams as possible. Uh, so you have to think, I know I've, I've said this Beskar league thing a billion times, but you have to think that that's going to come eventually, or they'll do a rebalance, a reshift and just make it so that Kyber requires, you know, 13 teams to be deployed. But at some point, like your mods can stop being as necessary if, if you only have the same amount of teams available. Yeah, I mean, once you get to 550 plus 15 mods, um, I mean, you've got every character you need with plus 15 or higher. Of course, getting to that number is going to take some time. Fair. Uh -huh. No, my my alt is ve was very excited today. He got its three hundredth plus fifteen, which was very exciting for the alt account. Um, that that account is strange though. I I have the same number of plus twenties and plus twenty fives on the alt that I do my main. I just don't have the overall depth on that account. So I have the high end. I just don't have the middle end. Yeah, that's fair. Well, one thing that I've realized is uh, whatever my methodology for modding, like I have, I have really good top end mods, like the, the plus 25 yeah. speed stuff. And then I like it comparatively compared to all, all my opponents and stuff. My, my really weak game is the mid game or the mid mod range, like the 15 to 19 range. Yeah. And then, and then my 10 to 14 range is back to being, a, you know, just about as good as anyone else's so right i don't know what i'm doing right or wrong i'm, I'm like i want to do a modding series at some point and yet I, i'm like what what am i doing different that some people have so many more uh, you know like in this range in this 15 to 19 range than me and yet i still like i'm, I'm staying competitive with most people on the the plus 25 speed you know plus 20 plus 25 speed range it's, it's very strange yeah I've actually started slicing the plus 13s and plus 14s um, to get them to get them up. 
rather than you know slicing like the plus seventeen, the four hit plus seventeen, just to try and get a plus twenty. I've started slicing the two hit plus eleven or the three hit plus fourteen to try and get them up. Yeah, that's fair. I started deleting my purple plus nines mods. I don't know. Really. Oh yeah, the plus nines. Uh, yeah, the plus nines. I. Yeah, I uh, I just sold a crap ton of blue, plus seven and plus eight mods. <laughs> just a, a crap ton of them, probably a hundred of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like blue blue plus nines. I'm like, you know what? I'll roll those most times. Well, bl- blue plus nine, I'll keep. It's like the sevens and eights. Oh yeah, a blue a blue eight is in serious peril. <laughs> unless unless it has some other very interesting uh, secondaries for me. Right, right, right. If it's high, if, like if it hit offense as well, then it's like, oh, well, maybe. Or, oh, you know. you're kind of cute, kid. It, yeah, I roll right. it again and it rolls flat defense. I'm like, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> this is this is a business. Nothing personal, kid. Like, <laughs> peace out. <laughs> oh, so right. yeah yeah so actually i can yay mods. This now yay mods that's i mean that's what that's really what it's all about when you get up to the top like there there's so many you need so many mods um to so many yeah i'm like gosh what like that the, i have like a random i, I have a whole huge huge number of like plus 17s and and lower just sitting around like actually i think i think i have a few plus 18s 17s you know 16s and all this stuff yeah. just just kicking around in my random mod inventory i'm like i no i need i need better than that <laughs> feel so <Right>. ungrateful <laughs> oh um all right we've been kicking along um so why don't we why don't we start talking about our weeks because we had exciting pods. We did. We had some very exciting pods. Um. So you came into this season. What were you ten and two last season? Yeah, ten and two. I lost a couple early matches, so I guess yeah. it took longer to catch up or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I think you came in right around rank one hundred and fifty, didn't you? Or I was right around where you were. Yeah, I was like 174, 178, something like that. Right, right. Um, so tell us about your pod and kind of how your first how your first matchup went. Yeah. So my first match, first off, my pod was crazy, of course. Uh, I think anywhere in the top 300 is just going to end up having some pretty crazy, either pretty crazy skill or crazy rosters or both. I hate when they, those two mix because, <laughs> dear God, it's like, uh, anyway, so <clears throat> um, I faced off against one of your guildmates, actually, uh, someone from Wolfpack. And so we both placed three galactic legends i believe and i got through his he could he actually struggled on mine he, he tripped up on my ray team he said he wasn't he, he didn't think i would do as much damage as i did which is nice to hear of course <laughs> um and then 
Yeah, so I was able to clear three zones of his. He could only clear two zones of mine. and It ended up being fairly ugly, but I got the win. And yeah, I mean, stressful, man. I like, you, yeah. you know, you don't you don't just like jump into week one. I mean, uh, so there's a, it's awesome too because I I never at any point thought that one of my opponents might auto deploy. Like I haven't thought <laughs> that for a long time. Like remember how it used to be like right. I remember having whole conversations with Ando and Calvin about like strategies of like how could we prod them into like guilt them into like placing a defense so we actually have something to stream against. <laughs> you know yeah and, and now we're now it's just like okay like could you please auto deploy i i could really use a break please god <laughs> auto deploy <laughs> yeah yes yeah, seriously <laughs> yeah so uh, so yeah the, this guy obviously wasn't gonna auto deploy and, and i feel feel very fortunate that i won um so yay yay for the first win how about you solo you're you're in your top two, like so you're you started at 24 right I did. I was 24th. So yeah, my so bod that, was what? 24 to 16. Right. So it was, it <laughs> was it, the, yeah, it was the third strongest by, by skill rating, this third yeah. strongest pod in the game. So, yes. So with that being said, you get paired against Blade Baca, who's like one of the best theory crafters out there. He is a really strong player. He's a patron of both of ours. Um, he is. And a patron of everyone else's. He's a great guy. So he's the patron saint of uh, Star Wars. Yeah, I've heard him say that. It's awesome. <laughs> um, but so uh, it was an awful pod, and so I got matched up against Blade in the first one. And GP wise, he was the closest to me. But so talk about mods and Blade when it comes to uh, speed. Our mods were about equal, but blade chases offense <laughs> with his mod slices um or maybe tom who plays blades account on occasion chases offense on his mod slices like if you look at his offense mods i have 16 mods that are for uh four percent or higher of offense which is good i mean it's good I and mean, it's not the best obviously blade has like 40 that are 4% or higher. Like, that's yeah. absurd. Every one of his characters just has this absurd offense added to it. Um, but so it was it was actually a really close fight. Um, you know, he dropped one. I forget if I dropped one or two, but I ended up he ended up winning by seven banners, which it was a close fight. So I'm I don't like to lose, but at least it was wasn't a blowout. <laughs> we both full cleared. <laughs> tell them about Baze. I thought this was really interesting. Not, oh, not yeah. to like not to you know so never be hurtful. It's just uh, my, very interesting. No, my my loss was he has Baze on his BAM team, a relic base, obviously. And I sat there and I was arguing with my chat. I'm like, Baze is gonna mess this up. Guys, I'm telling you, Baze is gonna mess this up. And I'm like, ah, Baze is a joke. Yeah, Baze messes up Bounty Hunters against... So, Baze on BAM does the exact same thing that Bo-Katan on BAM does. Um, in that she... You know, Bo has the AoE Dispel, which stops Mando from having the crit chance up, so he can't have the Annihilate. Baze, every time you gain a buff, he gains turn meter. 
And so, uh, you know, they the bounty hunters gained a buff. Bosk lost his frenzy immediately, and it was it was you know game over from there. Um, so it was. God, that I knew I shouldn't have brought that team in. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have brought that team in. Um, do, do and yeah, who, I tried it, and there it went. <laughs> do you know who the the most recent addition to my favorites list is? Base. <laughs> you, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Well, so I've started uh, just keeping Beskar for offense, so I don't need base on that team because I don't have time. I don't have time for that. Um, or I don't have gear I should say I don't have gear or relic materials for that um, but anyway so that that was my first match um, so how did how did you you're coming off a win how did your second match go yeah so uh, let's see we're so we jumped, I jumped quite a few places actually after that. Uh, I was in the top top hundred at that point and facing against uh, off against Ka, which I I've lost a couple in a row to him. A couple is probably even exact like it's probably like three in a row to Ka. And uh, you know, we've had a had a fun history of, you know, like a lot of a lot of my opponents have been great, but then a lot of uh, you know, a lot of Ka has been, you know, they show up in uh you know heckle me or whatever so it's been an interesting thing and this time none of that happened i I think everything's probably settled down and stuff no no shade to them at all i think i don't even know what happened but one way or another facing caw and i'm like man i just don't want this to be a fiasco like i have nothing against these guys at all like really just a ton of respect because they're they're like the best territory war what one of the best at least uh pvp guilds in the game and so, you know, and this guy, this guy like never gets cleared and he always full clears, of course, you know, a good player and, you know, places a really tough defense. And so, of course, uh, in my, my small Zareth brain, I'm like, you know what, what if I placed an extra GL? What if I, j- I just like put one in the back? Cause no one's going to expect that. Like they expect three, <laughs> they expect three, they're not going to ex- expect a fourth. And and so I, I did that. And then, you know, my opponent attacked before I streamed, which I super appreciate. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they weren't able to full clear. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? I think he's messing around too. I, I think he doesn't have enough ammunition to clear me. And I, I think, I think that he's got, I think he's hiding a GL as well, more than, more than what he normally does. And so, I went through, jumped through all these hoops. I did Commander Luke against his his Star Killer, and you know, did did all this stuff, sketchy stuff. And and in the back, lo and behold, it's it's Sith Eternal Emperor, and I had a I had my own Sith Sith Emperor Sith Eternal back, you know, available. And so I was able to I was able to get the clear. But man, I'll tell you what, it, it stretched my defense or my offense so much that I lost multiple fights to an hk lead droid team (laughs) like that's how stretched i was i'm like i don't know if we're gonna clear hk like we can kill sith eternal but i don't know if we kill hk like it was was getting (laughs) dicey so yeah um anyways he he ended up not clearing on my supreme leader title He, he was more efficient overall than me 
uh, I was just able to full clear at the end. I was able to zerg a little harder. So, you know, I sniffed out the trap. He he didn't quite, and that was the difference. So I got the very ugly win. I remember it was the Gambit fight night, and you you ended up with a score that you weren't happy with, and then I went in and got like a score sixty lower than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so ugly but i mean a win a win is a win obviously i'm not not really complaining like uh, i love that like the slugfest madness where you, one of you can just yeah. you know like you get by on that that tiny little margin it's that that's the most enjoyable to me so huge props to my opponent nacl or salt people are making comments about him getting salty in the in the chat and i was like well it's kind of clever but we won't go there cuz <laughs> you know it, it was it was a good match so you know just hoping my next my next one against Ka, you know, it was nice to nice to finally get a W against those guys again. And hopefully we can continue that trend. But one way or another, they're they're a good guild. And yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. So um so so you're you you just lost against Blade Baka, but you're you're against a bunch of just really great like this pod is so ridiculous in the sense that someone has to go 0 and 3. It like yes. so, and, and it's like you look at all the rosters and you think none of these guys can go zero and three, really. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> but but right. someone After has last, someone has to. Yeah. After last season, we were literally the top twenty-four rated players in, you know, some of the top twenty-four rated players in the game, and somebody has to go zero and three, which is just it's kind of tragic. Like, part of it is actually kind of fun because you're yeah. going up against the best. It's also kind of tragic because somebody, somebody just has to go zero and three. Um, well, the guy you lost, uh, uh, not the the guy you're facing. I was like, this guy lost. I mean, right. like, what the hell? Like, what so, what what crazy thing tr- event transpired that this guy lost his first match, and now <laughs> and now Solo gets to face him. Yay. Right. And so uh, this guy had. 1.4 million more GP than me. His mods are stupidly higher than me. Um, God. And then he also had six GAC Omicrons. Uh, and this is the guy that we talked about earlier that he just put them all, you know, put all but Zam right down there in the front and said, come beat it. Um, and so I actually, I was beating it. <laughs> I did. I did really well on the ground against him. Um, I was able to one shot everything. And then, then we got to fleets and fleets were not kind to me. Uh, Theme of this week fleets were not kind to me. Um, And that, that was kind of it. Like he ended up winning by what? 20 banners. Uh, uh, so, God, stupid fleets. I hate them. They belong in GAC. Um, but so, yeah, that that was that was the sole determining factor was fleets, which is disappointing. Um, but and you know, that's that's the way it works sometimes. All, all I want for Christmas, and by Christmas I mean right now, is a better <laughs> fleet meta. That's what I want. Yes. Like if if CG just to like go on a slight tangent, if if CG were to do their State of the Galaxy announcement, and they were like, 
we're gonna focus on making ships fun or at least like okay <laughs> like we're not even gonna shoot for fun we're gonna shoot for like people can actually like not hate life while doing them then i would be so ecstatic like if, if they're really gonna focus on it maybe they'll fail but i i would love that so much because right now I, I hate that that you're like, well, okay, I, I had this great fight and then RNG kicked me in the nuts and I had to, fa I failed against their, you know, against their yeah. executor with my malevolence. And then they go in and they're sloppy as hell the whole time. And then they go in and one shot my my executor with their malevolence and they win because, hey, ships RNG, like it, it it's rage inducing. It, it doesn't happen to me yet this this season but it's <laughs> i mean it has happened to me a couple of times where i was just like cool i outplayed him like totally out schemed him and it came down to stupid executor rng i that's that's all i want yep. so <laughs> oh i know it's so god i hate i hate fleets with the passion of a thousand sons um but that was that was my downfall <laughs> this time. So we're now headed into the third match. You're two and zero this season. Um, Ooh. And climbing the boards. How did it? How did the third match go? So I'm in the top fifty now. It's exciting. I'm like, ooh, like where I'm. I'm a couple spaces ahead of Arnold in the standings. Uh, or no, behind Arnold in the standings. Uh, one one or two spaces ahead of Fatal in the standings. And it's like wow, this is crazy. Like, regardless if I win or lose, because, because Arnold is facing fatal, like one way or another, we're going to, I'm going to be close to one of them in, in the next one. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm close to Arnold now. Um, and you get, and everyone can see where this is going. So I, I ended up, I faced a guy from uh, just a, a guild I couldn't even read from Japan. And uh, apparently he watches, <laughs> he watches the channel though. And is a big fan. And and that's why he didn't attack earlier like he normally does. He waited. Um, and so, yeah, we, we, we faced off. And uh, he, he placed a weaker defense than he normally does. He kept five Galactic Legends for offense, which, you know, I was ready for four. I put four down, and he kept five. And then I, I think I, I would have been okay, except – Except I, I, I had to craft a team, and this is this is the theme of of my GACs, and I'm going to be making a, some substantial changes uh, this coming week. But uh, I just didn't have enough offense teams to to figure it out. Like I didn't have anything I could take nice sisters against, for instance. So I ended up having to build do a build a bear team with Watt, and uh, at the end of at the end, all it was it was Thrawn and Django were left and uh, against nest against its bounty hunter team and i couldn't couldn't kill nest Django was like no dude i can't do 70k damage or <laughs> and i can't land debuffs so like you're screwed bro i'm like all right i guess i'm screwed so uh, i failed there and then you know the rest of my fight was fairly efficient i just you know malevolence failed once my opponent failed once against malevolence but one shot me and he won by seven so F made me so <laughs> made me frustrated, even though he's very gracious. And you know, I'm a I'm a fan, huge fan. I can't huge honor to play you. Like, really nice guy. I just 
you know, I, I've, I found it within myself to be gracious back, I think. So thank goodness for that. But, you know, I lost. I wanted to be in the top 25, damn it all. And now I'm not. I'm in the top 150. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so you're you're at risk, man. You're going to go 0-3 and potentially. I'm, like, if you lose this, you're 0-3. I was in the toilet bowl. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a, that's a, and you're faced off against a guy. It's like, this guy shouldn't lose either. Yeah. You know? Thank God for Maw. Um, when in doubt, when in doubt, the pack should beat Maw. Um, <laughs> and the, the good thing about it was he didn't have any GAC Omicrons. He had two, he had two Omicrons applied. Both were to territory wars, um, which, which was nice. <laughs> it was, it was after Blade had five and my other opponent had six. It was nice going up against somebody that had none. Um, and so he actually he actually didn't set the hardest of defenses. Um, <laughs> you know, he set like dash. Uh, what he did do though is he has a three seventy uh, or a three. 56 Darth Revan and so he stuck it under a mall lead rather than adding talent to the team he stuck it under a mall lead um and uh you know to make it like stupid fast so I used my Jedi there and it went it went well uh then he plays GG Nuke which I CLS'd and he had a dash team which I used mall on and then I open up the back and there's Supreme Leader Kylo. And so he had Supreme Leader Kylo in the back. He had Jedi Master Kenobi up top. I used my Jedi on Darth Revan. Uh, and so I had to figure out, I had to figure out how to beat the Supreme Leader Kylo. And here's what I learned. Uh, back when it was R8 versus R8, that match could get sketchy. When you have an R9 Jedi Master Luke with 150k protection, that match isn't sketchy anymore. Uh, I called the Jedi to assist a couple times and the tanks just disappeared. Um, and so I easily took out the Supreme Leader Kylo and then Jedi Master Kenobi mirrored and that was that. <laughs> that like that, you know, I got to the fleets. And he set the negotiator a tie bomber comp um, along with executor. And I had a two shot, both of them, which is why I now have an R8 KRU. Uh, and so I was vulnerable and then he came out. And so I had Supreme Leader Kylo hiding in my back as well. And he, he three shot Supreme Leader Kylo. His first attack, he left only Kylo. And then he tried to clean up said Kylo and failed and then had to do it again. And then he also two shot my fleets. So I ended up winning by 40. Uh, and, you know, I have an extremely slow Supreme Leader Kylo. Uh, he's what, 510, I think. But I packed that bastard with so much offense. And so it catches people off guard where if he gets a hit off on your Jedi it kills like it just kills the Jedi as opposed to like the super fast ones that can't have over 13 K offense, which I think caught him off guard and it worked. So I ended up, I'm not the worst. 
Yes. Yay. <laughs> oh. Seven to fifth place. Woo. Yeah, right. But it wasn't eighth. And that's the important part because I stayed in the top 100. Oh, man. It truly is the most important part. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that was, that was our weeks on the main accounts. We now have a crap ton of podcast questions. So why don't we, Let's go. why don't we get to those? Um, so when it comes to Jedi master Luke's modding specifically his arrow seems to be debate, a debate between using protection and crit avoidance, both have their pros and cons. What's your preference? And is one of them better versus Lord Vader or Jedi Master Kenobi. Oh, so I have a crit avoid arrow, but it's because it's one of the most badass crit avoid arrows possible uh, for for Jedi Master Luke. Because I mean, he he does like it's nice because it maximizes his crit avoid mastery because he already has like seventy crit avoid, and so another thirty five percent means he just isn't crit that often. And uh, I mean, that's nice as a tank, the guy who's just like perma taunting, that's nice. I do think that at Relic 9, maybe you maximize, I haven't noticed any difference at all, but maybe you could maximize your, your output by doing more uh, protection. Honestly, I like the idea of having him a little more resilient because I have him at Relic 9 and he's still like, everyone just hits like a damn truck. Like I don't, I don't notice any difference whatsoever. Honestly, I, I don't, maybe there is a difference, but I, I've never been in a position where I was like, oh man, I'm not doing enough damage. It's so, you know, you lose sometimes, but sometimes it, it's not, I'm not doing enough damage. It's, you know, uh, other things, other mechanical things at, at work. So I have no issues uh, with, with the Critavoid arrow. Plus the Critavoid arrow also has something that a lot of people neglect to their huge detriment, and that's potency on Jedi Master Luke. And that, that Critavoid arrow with 25 speed also has like 11 extra potency on top of it. So, uh, you know, for me, I, I don't think there's any other choice. I gotta use that arrow. For other people, I, wouldn't, I won't judge them for using protection. Uh, what do you think? I hope not, because I have protection. Um, I'll judge you. <laughs> I I only use Jedi Master Luke against Ray, whose whirlwinds don't care about critting, and uh, except for that one YouTube commenter that informed you that you have to oh. worry about Ray critting, um, and then <laughs> Lord Vader, who frankly, I don't care if he crits, because if you're critting on his AoE, it's not going to harm uh, Jedi Master Luke. So I have <laughs> I have 150k protection on my Jedi Master Luke. He hits for 90k on every assist um, while hitting Lord Vader. And I, you know, and my, my arrow actually has 9% potency on it as well. <laughs> um, because nice. you you are right that you can't you can't just ignore uh, potency. But the way I use Jedi Master Luke, he doesn't care about crit avoidance, so um, you know it doesn't make sense for me to have crit avoidance on him. So we're you know I, I've never lost with Jedi Master Luke against Lord Vader with the protection setup, so I have no real reason to change it right now. All right. That's yeah. fair. Um, 
All right, next question. Do you think attaching Fennec to the extinction bomber node is another hint that a Sith capital ship is coming? No, they just randomly did that, I think. Agreed. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that has any clue um, for what's coming next. I mean, right. I think it's nice that they attached her to a node that has something else to farm, though. But I don't think that's the hint for the, you know, extinction bomber or the um, Sith capital ship coming. Right. Yeah, I... I, I still think, I think that that person who made that is just like laughing up their sleeves. Like everyone thinks that, I think someone just made it up and they got, they made educated guesses and got lucky. I, I could be wrong, but. Well, they admitted to it. They said, this is all made up. This was kind of fun. I put stuff that was going to be believable. And then I put some other stuff. Like they admitted that it was made up and yet it's still running its rounds. And, you know, the, the counter conspiracy crowds, like, He's probably just saying that so the game changer didn't get in, or not game changer, but the beta tester didn't get in trouble. <laughs> I guess we'll see next month, huh? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I, I didn't. I hadn't heard that he had admitted he was wrong. That's interesting. Oh yeah, I I have the screenshot somewhere, but it was now months ago, so I can't I can't find it because also remember that 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 same leak said that Star Killer wasn't very good well i mean i could think of a couple prominent youtubers who also said that exact same thing after they've well, seen star killer they also said bam was trash so um you know there There's we a lot. go <laughs> a lot of people say a lot of really fun things i guess yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's the moral but, uh, of the story <laughs> yes yes it is uh but i'm not they can't they just can't introduce a sith capital ship like if you introduce a sith capital ship what what ships are going to go on it and yes i know the answer is sith but like hey we don't use scimitar or uh or the sith fighter to to their greatest right. advantage yet right yeah um like there's just no ships maybe maybe um what's it called uh maybe the three new marquees that came out are going to uh be ships and maybe that'll be the sign but the fennec being farmable is not yeah i think they just chose one but uh, whatever yeah. But like why why would that matter like why are they why would they help us <laughs> on it like like what does that gain them anyway. right if it really was a panic farm why would it why would it come like oh hey these guys will really like this like th this is truly helpful let's let's do that for the for the player base you know like i i haven't seen that happen often i guess it, they've done it before i guess but wouldn't call that likely at all right so um all right next question oh. uh do you think that watt and cam will get tb omicrons in a similar vein to ipd and rollo or are they already useful enough in tb as it is 
I'll let you, uh, I've been answering first a lot. I have, I have thoughts right. on it too, but you can. Uh, what isn't useful in TB anymore? So I won't apply it, but I hope he gets a TB Omicron because he is completely worthless in phase four now of dark side territory battles. Cam, Cam is very useful because Cam is God, but Watt is not useful like at all in uh, phase four in that special mission. So he should, he should get something. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, or, or we could just, oh, whatever. I'm good with, I'm good with whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to apply a a TB Omicron. So I, it doesn't matter to me, but to answer the question, I think they should, uh, I think Watt should get an Omicron that restores defense penetration in territory battles. So that day four special mission isn't a bastard. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. Next one. Why does CG care about zombie Daka with Supreme Leader Kylo beating Lord Vader and yet they're fine with Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke beating Supreme Leader Kylo? Seems hypocritical. I don't think it's... Uh, so they don't care about Kylo. They, they care about their new fancy thing that costs a billion everythings just getting beat by some weird jank crap. Well, so... I think I see. I I don't think that's what it is because. So they came out and said uh, that it was what's it called? That it's because it's beating Kylo plus Maul, which is a heavy investment. But I think it's just that they hate freaking zombie. Like every time a new Galactic Legend comes out, the first thing the community does is, "I've got Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka, and Zombie." Daka and Zombie are like G12. It doesn't matter. Let's go kill some crap. I think they're just so sick of Zombie that that's what they're going to change. Um, because literally every GL that comes out, they they have to scheme against this combo. So I, I think that's what they're pissed about. I, I would love it if they changed it. I mean, we talked about that last week, too. I think. Yeah. Please, yeah, be my guest. Change, change that crap. <laughs> right. Um, I, I think that's what it is because they didn't say anything about troopers against Lord Vader. It's Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka, and Zombie that they're pissed. And here's the thing: um, if there's no attacker on the team, you don't even need Daka and Zombie. It's just Supreme Leader Kylo and Watt. And they didn't say anything about that. It's they're pissed at freaking Zombie. <laughs> Um, which makes sense. I I also just don't think they care about Supreme Leader Kylo anymore, especially. So if you're if your thought, so I, I think you're right. They hate they hate zombie, but but on top of that, I think they just like they just released Iden Versio, and I think she's going to end up killing a lot of awesome things. And I, I know for a fact that at least one person I know uh, has run Supreme Leader Kylo with a full, like with Hux and everyone into Iden Versio and just lost like a relic Supreme Leader Kylo and everything and lost to Iden, like a, a full, you know, to, it, it was a fully relic and Omicron uh, Iden Versio team. But 
I just, I think if they release another Galactic Legend, like at what point do you stop caring about the first versions of Galactic Legend? Like they, they, they're being phased out kind of. And right. Uh, yeah, I just don't think they care. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I just, I think that they're going to stop Daka and Zombie because I think, I think they're addressing it now and not telling us that they're addressing it now because of what's coming next. Like that's, that's my guess on why they're making a big deal about it. Um, because they've got to, because like I said, every time a GL comes out, it's Daka zombie, Daka zombie, Daka zombie. Um, and I don't think they're, I don't think they're ready for that <laughs> or they don't want it. I should say. Just make every GL that comes out not allow turn meter gain. Uh, your problem solved. Um, all right. So next one is uh, the latest marquees have been great. So so great that it creates a marquee gap up at the top of GA, GAC. So what are your thoughts on the marquee power creep? How is it better, worse, different than top end power, uh, chase characters power creep? And how scary is a power creep ship marquee going to be for dolphins <laughs> so um you know all the new all the new marquees even at three star are making substantial substantial uh differences in gac right now so what do you think about this because it is kind of it is i mean it is the new power creep since we don't have any new gls and all the new marquees led to star killer I mean, what other marquees haven't been in, in GAC, though, in this last year, really? I mean, until Maul came out, people thought Bo was a waste of their time. Yeah, I, I guess I get that. Um, yeah, I and it happened. I, I felt the same way. You're right. She, <laughs> but but she's she's a mainstay in GAC now. Yeah, well, like, now she's integral to a mall team, but... Yeah, so I guess my thought is, um, yeah, okay, so the new ones are better, are better, like, lately. They, they are. Especially, I mean, you can't deny that all four of the new marquees, not, not Aiden, she, but she has turn meter stuff, too, actually. All of them have ways to bypass the traditional, like, speed meta stuff that's happening. You know, like, Kyle Katarn gains 30% extra turn meter, which is an enormous amount, if you do the math of it. Uh, if you, you also have... Um, you know, you have Talon, who's giving everyone 20 speed. You have Mara Jade, who is just, like, one of the fastest characters in the game. And uh, let's see, Dash gives himself 20% or plus 20 speed. And he's also a very, very fast character in his own right. Like, just incredibly fast characters that, that defy the old stuff. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I keep thinking... I, I think that that the devs on some level are trying to well maybe I'm wrong but it seems like maybe they're trying to take the emphasis off of hyperspeed meta on you know with the mods and stuff maybe they're trying to take the focus off of that. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I we kind of talked about this the other day. It. 
it takes the focus off of speed until it becomes who has the fastest Kyle or who has the fastest, you know, like Han shoots first. It sounds like that speed means nothing there, but how many guilds had to, or how many people modded for fast Han. So when they did the mirror, their Han goes first. I mean, if you look now at how many 300 speed Hans there are, which in theory is completely pointless for anything but a mirror. I mean, it's all just going to come down to speed at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, this is a turn-based game and going first (laughs) makes a big difference. Um, I think, I think what's interesting about it is these characters are more usable at three star than prior prior marquees were and that's making a difference at the top end you know um true kraken a can have an r7 kyle katarn free-to-play player can have a four-star kyle katarn and they both can achieve the same results so i think it's making i think it was huge for the free-to-play as assuming that you could gear them up because they all took Kairos to gear up but once you could gear them up I think it I I think it affects um the top end less than it affects below the top end to put it um well I I think I think it's it's just an interesting thing like so the there's a ton of other stuff that that they've been releasing that make the speed more approachable for everyone. I mean, they, they, it alters the math fundamentally. Like I had to substantially slow down my Mandalorian, uh, my Mando just for the Zam squad to work because uh, Zam makes the whole team so fast. Like I don't even have to worry about like right now, my, my boss can grief are not that fast. I mean, I guess some people would call them fast, but they're, I think they're only like at, 317 and 315 speed uh, you know like they used to be significantly faster but i took a lot of their high-end mods off because i because zam boosts their speed so much and now i don't have to worry about darth revan teams either even yeah. with talon like i feel like they're just it it's kind of nice that they're like the super high-end really fast mods are you know like you, you have ways to bypass them here and there it's i feel like it's it's good because Honestly, I mean, was it Calvin who was saying like the guy he was facing, like the ultra mega Kraken, like the guy who he's, he has so many, he has way better mods than us. And he started in 2020, like late 2020. And he 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 does six refreshes in mods a day. And then he buys the slicing mats separately in the shipments. Yeah. You know, and like there there are people who have been playing way longer than that that spend that much money on mods. And it's like it's nice to have a few mechanics that kind of back it up, like back us up who who have you know more reasonable mods. And I think some people are gonna scoff at me saying more reasonable mods because I know that <laughs> whenever I do a modding video, like I've started doing modding videos on my alt because people get so mad if they're like, How do you expect me to have a 320 speed such and such? And I'm like I don't like I've been playing for five years. Like go get your own mods. Like, <laughs> here's how you farm them. Right. Like here, here's, here's the goal. Like go, go nuts, dude. But you know, like, uh, but at the same time, I still feel like my mods 
uh, like there's some people who have mods so much better than mine that they feel unapproachable as well so it's nice yeah. to have this feels like a little bit like a catch-up mechanic and in, in some some weird way um yeah maybe we'll see i mean look at how many people are now racing to have a 300 speed kyle katarn um sure you know <laughs> we'll see uh and a ship marquee i god i'm scares the crap out of me with the power creep for that for the what oh the if ship. they release a ship marquee yeah uh yeah can you so okay what was uh, we have ex, we, had, we had executor and we had razor crest as the two yeah. most recent ships released what was what was the one before that what ship do you remember? I, I honestly don't remember. It's like a, the Thai bomber or something, maybe. I, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was the Thai bomber. <laughs> I think. Okay, sorry, I'm annoyed. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't exactly release a lot of ships. Um, <laughs> that's. Some people don't have a seven-star Thai bomber, so. <laughs> Oh, um, all right. So let's see. Is there another one? Um, oh, now that you both have Star Killer, what comp do you think you will use or works best? Uh, mine won't be the best yet. I think I think I'll end up using Old Ben. I think I've given up on using Jedi Revan and Jedi Knight Luke to kill Kylo. Like that just there's no place for that like you you just can't make a comp that works with that, that and makes it compatible with other gls and other gl killers so i think i'm just going to sacrifice old ben to that this week at least and johnny's in my favorites she might end up getting it but i think right now visas mar is actually a threat on that team and then i i haven't decided what i want to do i think I think that I could make a really disgustingly fast Mara Jade because they get plus 70 speed from Starkiller yeah. and and Mara Jade's already ridiculously fast. So if you make it so that no one can outspeed her, that seems nice. I don't know. What do you think, Solo? Yeah, I mean, I think... So this, this week, I did not have... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Visus or a, a good Jedi tank. Um, I, did, I just didn't have them geared up. So next week, headed into next week, I do have Visus. I do have Juhani. I don't know. I'm going to kind of split the team based on who I'm fit, fighting. Like this last round, I saw my opponent lost to a Barris lead team. And so I placed a Barris lead team thinking, well, you lost to it in your last fight. Like I might as well scare you and make you overkill it so we'll see i'm probably going to keep it on offense more than put it on defense uh now that counters are coming out to it just depending right. on my opponent and what they do like if my opponent keeps mall for offense i'm not putting star killer on defense like it's, it's just that simple um because mall kills it for 65 and i don't want star killer killed for 65 and not take away like a GL. Like if somebody uses a GL on it and gets 65, like, okay, cool. That's fine. Um, 
But so it'll probably be EP Mara, Star Killer, Juhani Visus. And I have my Mara should be up to 330 or yeah, 330 speed. So should be that's effectively 400 speed. So hopefully that's that's what I'm going with. I've slowly been slicing her mods. Like every time we have a GC, it's like, oh look, let's try on Mara again just to keep speeding her up. Nice. Yeah, I think I think that that sounds good. Um so what one thing that I realized when I when I was using my my CLS team against Star Killer, it was only a Relic 7 Star Killer. And I, I, all the materials there, like Visus was Relic 3. Yeah. Like ev everyone that I was facing or on, that was on that team, I was like, okay, so like this isn't shade on my opponent. This is just like, uh, all right. Uh, so CLS overpowered that. And, and I had a little wiggle room. I think I could have beaten a, a little bit better of a team even with, with the same yeah. about same results. But if I see a Relic 9 Star Killer and everyone else is Relic 5 plus or, you know, really well modded, really fast, like uh, CLS becomes way less attractive because uh, like there's there's probably not yeah. a situation where I'm going to get CLS to like Relic 8 universally, for instance. I, I don't think that's going to happen for a while. Unfortunately, I would love to, but, uh, you know, practical demands and such, I think uh, so... Right now, I think I think Star Killer is going to end up on offense with for me at least a few times because we have, I was telling you like with with all the crunch we've been having uh, like the the amount of signal data that I've blown through it, even if I do get my Visus Mar up to relic uh, up to relics should be like relic two I I can't practically yeah. get her higher than that so uh, yeah like am i just gonna put some like really weak team on defense i, I don't know I, you know make it cls bait <laughs> I, I think once once i get more relics on them and make that team more defensible you know get better mods like you've been slicing them yeah. and stuff that that'll be better but just in terms of i think that's a team that really wants a lot of care and their mods and the relics so yeah i did i did also put um KRU with red sith trooper on defense with him. And then, like I said, the Barris team, both of which will not be easily killed by CLS. Um, but I, I, I don't know if that's the best option. Like that's because Maul still beats them. It, it, it removes one counter, but opens up others because you won't get the plus 70 speed from Star Killer. And so I, I don't know. I think most of the time I'm going to be keeping it for offense anyway. Also, uh, there's a bit of Mandela effect in the chat where they said the week said that Star Killer was going to be underwhelming in everything but GAC, and that's not what the week said, by the way. Just to just just to clarify. Um, <laughs> um, hmm. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Uh, final podcast question because we've been going along here. Um, when when is the Gambit server going to get new tags for skill rating? I've actually been putting a lot of thought into it, and I don't I don't know what the good answer is because skill rating changes so violently every week. Like it's you know the old system we had, you could climb to Kyber and or you had the lifetime banners that don't reduce; like they can only go up. Right now, I don't know. 
like maybe we do uh, 4,000, uh, 3,500 at 3,000, and you just send a screenshot to say that you were over 4,000. Like I, I haven't thought of a good, a good tag to have yet. And then part of that is also because we're still kind of new into this. Uh, you know, we've only had one season, and then they squished. They had this great squishing. Um, so we could do it by leaderboard rank or even just like, you know, I made a rhodium. I made, you know, carbonites. Yeah. They get that. We could maybe do something like that. I don't know. Still yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah I, I just, because it's it just so much different than the last system. Last system made it very easy to give titles. That's true. Um, yeah oh there's anyway i think there's one more that maybe we missed here it was just one that said that i sound like david cross no the the one by lombardo the stat boost sharing's unique Zam, oh. cat chupio oh did that just did that come in after we started anything that came in after we started i didn't add to the list um it was real close to it we started so maybe all right we can answer that next week that's fine <laughs> okay all right, because uh, we it's are. Just, our, it's just our patron, so I want to make sure we're you know covering it, but we're good. We're good. <laughs> um, we still have more to talk about, and we've already been. It's already twelve thirty. <laughs> uh, uh, we could, yeah, we could. <laughs> we can just gosh. answer that in his patron chat. Um, <laughs> no one else anyway. gets to know. <laughs> uh, All right, and Prime Force soon. Anyway, so alt life. How did your how did Zarathalt do this week? Zarathalt went two and one. I, I faced so everyone I faced had three Galactic Legends. Two of them had Executor, and or maybe just one of them did. Uh, but Executor helps a lot in keeping people honest for sure. Uh, one of them, the the middle one, ended up beating me. He was so hyper efficient i was very impressed uh good good on him he recognized me you know messaged me and stuff asked for feedback and um at the end of the day like i failed because i my my night sisters lost to grievous which happens every once in a while and otherwise i, I would have won and that's fine like not no sour grapes just just the reality of the situation and the other the other two I, I out-efficiented my play, my opponent. I think the most interesting part actually was I, so he placed his Sith Eternal on defense, which is actually really wise because I don't want to take my Jedi Master Luke into him. Like that's the one one counter. I'm like, that that's gross. Like that's disgusting. And so I ended up using General Grievous there instead to kill his, to kill his or Sith Eternal. And maybe I had to two-shot it, but... I don't know. To me, that that's the most fun, anyways. Is using Grievous to kill Galactic Legends, so it's fun. Um, got two and one, yay for my alt, and I stayed in Kyber two, just like uh, a few prominent streamers I know of that are also in Kyber two now. What about you, Solo? How's your alt? How did you do? Uh, the alt, God, keeps going against six GL people, which is really annoying. Um, <laughs> But my first match, I went up against somebody that likes to keep all five GLs for offense. So I just set all five GLs on defense. He then didn't full clear while I did full clear. So that that was fun. <laughs> Not just full clear. I one shot everything and he 
could not beat Ray. Nice. Um, so uh, the next one was against a six GL guy with Maul and Dad Bon Boba, and he put three GLs and Qui Gon Jinn on defense. Um, he actually surprised me by putting uh, 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 Jedi Master Kenobi in the back, which he had never done before, and I came so close to one-shotting it. I took such a bad Ray team in, and I came so close to one-shotting it. I just timed out because of a poorly timed, uh, you know, he did his heel move, like, with 30 seconds left, and I just couldn't take him uh, down after that. Um, I know and so I lost, and then he one-shot the board. So he one-shot. I had a loss. He one-shot, and he only won by five. I was so pissed. Um, mm. No. And – I mean, my Jedi team was so bad. It was like Ray, Luke, Jedi Knight, Revan, and then Armor. <laughs> um, nice, and it it worked. It I mean, I lost Jedi Knight Revan quick, but it 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 worked sort of. Uh, and then round three was up against another guy that had all six GLs and better mods and Maul and all the good toys. Um, I one-shot his board, including uh, Lord Vader, Jedi Master, Kenobi, and Rey. And then he lost in the front zone to Bosk and Zam and realized it was impossible for him to win, so he just didn't attack anymore. So I went two and one on my all. Uh, climbing up the charts. Uh, so, yeah, that that was my all. Uh, how, how was Prevail, man? Prevail, man. He's he's in Chromium 3 now. Actually, he's in Chromium 2 now. He got promoted. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, gosh. Okay. So the first two matches, uh, I think the first guy I faced may, might have been able to beat me, but he did. He very clearly didn't care. Uh, but I'm in the land of giants. Everyone's got 1.1 million or more GP than me. I like that. That was the order of the day. But they're all kind of like semi-interested in GAC. Like they're the Instead of being smashed up against the glass with all the other tryhards in Bronzium One, which which was miserable, yeah, but they had the same GP, they were just was way more optimized. Now I'm facing guys who are way less optimized, uh, but they have way bigger rosters, which is more fun, honestly, for me because I'm like, gosh, they have so many teams. But my really low-level relics teams, like they don't even have relics, are still just like walloping the hell out of these guys. And so it's fun. It was a lot of fun. The first two matches, I was able to beat the guy. And then the last one, the guy just like placed everything on defense. And then uh, I know just what you, you were talking about, how like a guy who you, you had him like in red, you were, you know, and then he healed and I had nest solo you know with 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 his crutch friends uh a basti with a basti lead with jedi revan in it and i came so close to killing joe lee like five different times and he was in red like five different times and i never got there and i timed out and then i couldn't clear the back zone and uh that was that was it for prevail man i could only clear one zone my opponent cleared one zone but he cleared the zone that was more banners and the chat even uh, they we voted because I failed my first attack, and then I was like, "Oh man, guys!" So we 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 have a whole zone we're not planning on clearing. Like we could actually go and use that bug, and just like farm banners for losing for losses. 
like that's the and then i was like and then some people in chat were like dude you can't you can't like that's a bug that's not it so i let i gave it to the chat to decide and at the end of the day like it was it was like tied for for like the first like minute and 45 seconds and then a late rush to say no don't do it uh came in and we we didn't we didn't use the exploit but as it turns out if i had used the exploit i lost by like less than 30 banners we could have won so (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of glad. I don't want to. I don't want to win like that, anyways. Frankly, but right, it, right. But there's just this draw to this thing, and like, I haven't ever done this before. This seems like fun. I, I could, you know, it's novel, and we'll never do it again. Like, <laughs> once in a lifetime, let's do it. But it's fine. I'm. I didn't want to win like that, and you know, the guy's roster is good, so good for him. Yeah, a hole. All right. <laughs> uh- um yeah so, so that's that's it for me prevailman two and one huzzah chromium two i'm hoping i don't get stuck in chromium one smashed against the glass again i don't think yeah. i will i don't think i will though i think gosh if i made a rhodium next good <laughs> god i hope not oh um oh when all you do is win you you, you very well might <laughs> uh, so I went two and one uh, across yeah. all account, like two and one, two and one, two and one. Um, okay. At least they're consistent. I'd I feel like that's the new standard, frankly. We, we could talk yeah. about that next week, but once yeah. once we things have normalized, but like two and one, I feel like people should generally just accept it two and one and be pretty damn happy about it with this new GAC format. That's that's my initial thoughts. Yeah. Well real quickly eight and i mean finishing eight and four is a huge crystal increase if you're in kyber so i Mm. i mostly agree i mean my personal goal is 10 and 2 for every gac i'm already i need to go nine and oh now so that probably isn't going to happen but like that's my personal goal but if i go eight and four i probably wouldn't be super disappointed um not anymore We'll see. Because the, the other problem is if I go 3-0 this week, I'm going to be in the top 100 and mm-hmm. fighting top 100 counts. Uh, so I, I don't think 9-0 is realistic at this point. But we'll see. So Only one, thing, one way to find out. One thing I really think is fun about this new format, and I, I, we, I don't want to be late, like just keep talking, but uh, I just want to say like in, in chat, you know, Van Seal and Meow Bakker might be in the same pod. It's fun, this new format, because a lot of the people who are interested in GAC, who are doing well in GAC, are meeting up because like the people are people, kind of, you know, the people who, yeah. who, who are, you know, want to talk about GAC, they join our Discord server, they want to talk about it, watch it, do all this stuff. Like, so that people are meeting way more often now. Because, because like the best players are rising to the top. We don't just have like this really weird, like subset of, of just like hapless whales floating about <laughs> who, who like, you know, don't care about GAC, but they're still kind of in the mix. Right. The way it used to be with matchup GP. Now it's just like, we're, we're slowly like those guys are kind of sinking down a little bit and they're probably fine with it, frankly. And, you know, it's harder, but it's, it's more fun to see, to see these, you know, like you and Blade, that's yeah. There, there's a reason you guys fought, you know. Yeah, yeah. You guys, um, you guys both kicked so much ass. Like you, you had a great chance to to end up meeting. It's great. I I completely agree with what you just said. That is that is what one of the most exciting parts. And 
you kind of get a preview of your of your pod now which is really nice as well like before i never looked at the my ranking tab like unless i was competing for the top you know because i finished top 50 a couple times um if I wasn't competing for top 50, I never looked at the, my ranking tab. Now I'm looking at it obsessively at the start of the week. Like, all right, who's around me? This is, who do I know here? God, please don't be Femi. Um, <laughs> you know? Right. So it's interesting. I love it, man. It's fun. I like that. That's what I liked about G like about GAC. Like I just, I'll yawn my way through like just, destroying people who don't care about GAC like I I I love the challenge that's 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 why I'm so excited I'm not I'm not exhausted because it it energizes me so far I I may be singing a different song next time next week but (laughs) yeah well we'll see we'll see how this week's pod is because right now in my pod I would have um Femi I'd have the guy I lost to Mick Loren I'd have Kyle Katarn OG from One Step to Insanity. I'd have another Cobra Caw player, another Caw Patrol player, <laughs> another Maw player. So we'll see. We'll see how I feel next week. Well, yeah, I mean, next week I, I might just, I might be recovering from an 0-3 hangover. So we'll see. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway. All right. So real quick, we kind of talked about uh, changes that we made to our roster. Um yeah. You know, I added R8 to KRU. Fennec is getting a couple of relics as well. She was R5. I don't think I'm going to make R7 for lock just because of signal data, but by next week, she'll be R7. Um, yeah, those are those are the changes I had this week. Fair. Uh, uh, so, and Visas to R5 as well. There's that one too. Yeah, your your visas tech is stronger than mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll add Starkiller this week, and he's relic eight, so that that's good. Um, man, I'm glad I didn't get him last week. You know, I was I was like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna get him. I got really bad luck, terrifyingly bad luck actually. Shipments right. spend a ruinous amount of crystals for nothing, and I, I feel feel like it's gonna chill me out for future. But uh, anyways, I didn't get Starkiller. I'm glad I didn't though, because I would have had to spend another hundred or 150 bucks just to be able to use him anyways. Cause I was so, so short of gear and, and signal data and everything. It took me all week just to get him up to relic eight. And that's after significant usage of, you know, like GT two that I've been hoarding and stuff. So, right. Yeah. So he's, he's ready ish. I don't, I don't think his mods are quite perfect for what I want, but I mean, we're marching in and Visus has one piece of gear that she needs <laughs> and I don't know if I'm going to make it but if she does she'll be a hefty relic two or less so um yeah but it's exciting I'll get a star killer team use it on offense or defense you know nice. the, re- yeah. the real reason we ask fatal to join is uh so that i can get his insights on how to mod star killer <laughs> and how to kill galactic legends with with him so <laughs> there we go already using the new guy <laughs> just, just just manipulating the situation yep <laughs> yeah. so yeah that that's it um huzzah <laughs> uh huzzah, huzzah indeed um, indeed 
Uh, all right. So that's that's our podcast. We can probably wrap it up here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, real quick, uh, we will be streaming on our personal pages Monday or on Wednesday and Sundays. If you look at our potential pods that we've already talked about on this podcast, you will know that they are going to be absurd um, pods already. So they should be really fun fights to watch. Hopefully somebody doesn't join and Zareth gets in Arnold's pod. And that would also knock Themi out of my pod. So let's knock on wood and make sure that happens. Um, And uh, on Friday night, we'll have the Gambit Fight Night on the Gambit Podcast Twitch page. So my personal page is SoloBase15. Uh, Zareth's is Zareth underscore prevails. That's X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore prevails. And with that said, guys, evil sucks. Yeah, guys, don't be dicks. It's been fun. Have a good night. Yeah. Or day.